everyone, and welcome to our podcast show, Ladies with Chapters, where we empower, engage, and inspire women to live, love, and embrace their lives and chapter stories. I am your host, Shemaine. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Today, my special guest is Gwen Jamer. Gwen, welcome to Ladies with Chapters. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. You are in Detroit. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Good. Well, Gwen, welcome to Ladies with Chapters. And I am so happy that you, you know, to take the time out of your busy schedule to come on and just have a chat with me. So go on and tell me about Natural Issues. So Naturalicious is, for a long time, Naturalicious was traditionally a hair care line. Okay. And we've been in business for eight years. So I feel like, you know, at this point in the game, there's so many hair care companies. And the common question is, well, what makes you so different, right? Well, first of all, we started before like the big wave of everyone who kind of started um, natural hair care companies, right? Now, Carol's daughter, they were hiring hair. Can't take that from them. But there was what I like to call a new surge of natural hair um, empowerment and interest around 2011, 2012, 2013, um, 2014. So we entered the market actually in 2011, but we had to switch gears in 2013. So in 2011, I started Natural Delicious um, while I was still working at my corporate job, and it was not a product line. It was actually a retail store that sold other natural hair products because I had just gotten really interested in my natural hair. I had never known what my natural hair looked like. I hated my hair my whole life. And when I went natural, I started to experience this euphoria of loving my hair for the first time. And I was using all these different products and really educating myself. And I was just like, you know what? Other people need access to this here in Detroit. So I started to store. Pretty quickly after that, I realized this store thing is not going to work. And people started asking me, Where's your product line? You know so much about hair. I was starting to educate other people on their own hair. I was doing workshops, all of that. And it became evident that my knowledge and expertise was becoming really coveted in, 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 in and around Detroit. And so I decided that I was going to stop doing the retail because honestly, I wasn't making money in the retail. And so I decided I was going to start my own product line. And, and so I had already had my own line for myself, but okay. I remember when I started the business at a product line that we all know about it now, I remember thinking prior to that, like, I am never starting a product line. I don't know why people do that. I don't have time for that. A lot of work. It's a lot of work. I don't have time for that. And here I found myself creating my own product line. So I learned to never say never because you never know, right? Um, but for years, for eight years now, since 2013, we've been primarily a hair care line. And we've had different races, different types of products, but we stay tried and true to the hair care space. However, this year, we have actually expanded our product offerings. So not only are we into hair care now, but we are also doing uh, skincare. We have a skincare, full-on skincare line launching next year. Um, Yes, I have, actually, I don't have it right here. It's like literally in the next room, but I can bring on camera and show you how amazing the skincare line is. 
I can show you the before and after um, with uh, an experiment that I've been writing with, with the line. So we have a full-on skincare line, um, we have body care, and we are actually going to be the first beauty company to launch an entire suite of beauty supplements. So we are so excited about that because one of my philosophies is that, you know, we are all looking for the quick fix, right? We're all looking for, you know, the thing that's going to fix our skin fast or going to repair our hair the fastest. But if you are not eating a good diet, if you are not consuming the water that you need to, it's all null and void. And no one wants to hear that because who has time to sit around? Yes, it goes hand in hand. Yeah, but who has time to like, like consciously think about, hey, I got to make sure I get in all my greens and I probably need to drink wheatgrass, which tastes disgusting. And I need to do all these, you know, all this stuff to make sure that I'm getting these nutrients in my body that you need to glow the way that I want and to have my nails to, to thrive the way I want. These are my nails, by the way. These are my nails. Are you serious? Yeah, and so I are you telling me that you are making the product today that would have all of the nutrients in it? So yes. you just apply it to your skin, you just yes. utilize you just, it. Well, no, no, these, these are, are supplements that you take internally. internally. Oh, so these, these are, are these are um we have biotin, okay. we also have um hair skin and nail gummies, okay. and then, then we, we also have so the big thing I'm excited about is the collagen. When we start to age past 25, our collagen, yeah, when we get past 25, our bodies significantly reduce the amount of collagen that we produce. And collagen is what binds everything together. It keeps us looking young, like fresh, keeps us tight, keeps us young, you know. And we don't get it. We just don't simply get it. And so we are actually launching a beauty collagen. So some of the collagens that you can get from like Whole Foods and elsewhere, they are, are great, right? right? Nothing, Nothing wrong with them. them. But, but they're, they're not specifically formulated for beauty. And that's, that's what ours is. Also, we're launching a greens powder. So I don't know, Sam, but tell me how much how much wheat grass do you drink in a week? Water? Do I drink no, in a week? No, wheat grass. Wheat grass. If the answer is zero, that's that's probably right, right? Nobody. Not even me, right? No grass. How much broccoli are you getting? How many dark green leafy greens are you getting every single week or every single day? How, how much chia seeds, seeds, how much flat seeds? How much did I get? Wow. Those are not probably, right? probably very, if any, very minimal. And that's me too, right? But so, so how, how do we get, get these things, things and how do we get these nutrients into our bodies so that it doesn't taste like trash? Correct. And we actually want to do it. So we have developed what is called our Glow and Grow Beauty Greens. Love that. That has all that stuff in it. Girl, send my package. Mail my package. <laughs> it tastes amazing. And it I helps strengthen it. your nails. It helps strengthen your hair. It grows it longer. I have zero makeup on right now, except for a little bit of lip gloss. And my skin is pretty clear. You know, so again, like taking all these things internally plus the topical things that we provide is the lane, the lane that we're starting to move in. And I'm really, really excited. You can't you tell. Should about, be. Um, oh my God, girl. You got me all excited about it. <laughs> I'm so excited about it. It's just, it's just really, it's really innovative. And we've never had um, in our in the beauty space, especially a beauty company that's dedicated to um, the confidence of Black women. We don't have those sorts of things. So I'm really, really excited about that. 
correct. And because it is crazy that you said that because we, we don't have it. And so many women like myself, we turn to, oh, our skin, we have to put the bleach and stuff on. We have to put all of these stuff on to make our skin into this, you know, glow that when we can get it from the natural, you know, from the natural products. So that is, yeah. that is amazing. I, I, I love, I love it. You got me really excited. Now, yeah. let me tell me about you were the first to hold a patent for black. Tell me about that. Am I, am I, am I correct there? <laughs> So, um, so, um, so I made history in 2015 as the first African-American woman to own a patent on a natural hair product. Okay. So, um, to now, I, so prior to my, um, patent filing, we as a community did not have the intellectual property ownership of our formulas. Um, which boggled my mind because when I filed for the patent, I was not trying to be the first to do it. I was just trying to protect myself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And protect my invention. Um, and it really was my mother, um, who recently passed away. God bless her. Sorry. Who, Sorry to hear that. She, she, she was really on me. She was like, Gwen, you have to file a patent for this. And I'm like, Mom, you can't get a patent for hair products. What are you talking about? And she just kept like, Poking you. Poking me, yeah. like, yeah. all the time. Yeah. And, and I was like, okay, fine. I'm just going to try to look this up so I can shut you up. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> when, when I started, started looking, I realized that, oh, my gosh, you can get a patent on products. And so it was really her, like, nagging, if you will, about it that catapulted me to be able to do that. And so at the time, I didn't have money to file for a patent. Um, and I, I think, think that's one of my chapters, you know, yes. that we could talk about is that yeah. I was, I was broke. I had $32. I had just um, recently uh, left a abusive marriage. I had re- immediately become a single mother to a two-year-old and I had $32 in the bank. And I had a little copy. And, oh, and by the way, I also got laid off my job. So I literally had no money. And all of this happened within that space. All, all that happened with that. It was, I was, yeah. So I ended up um, just kind of deciding that this hobby that I had of creating these hair products that people were loving and continuing to educate them were things that I needed to, to be doing. And so that's what I did. And I didn't have the luxury of doubting myself because I didn't have anywhere else to go. I was already about. So there was no way, nowhere else to go. So I had to figure it out and go out. Mm-hmm. had no other choice um and, and so, so that's, that's kind of how that happened but yeah, yeah so, so back in 2015 i became the first black woman to, to receive a patent on a natural product. product and it was my hope and my my wish that you know my um success in that would inspire other people to think about hey i should protect my inventions because a lot of times as as african-americans we have had so much taken from us right we have a lot of mistrust for other people, people because, and rightfully so, because we have things literally stolen from the land, land stolen from us, inventions that have other people's names on them yes. that we created. Yes. You know, I'm always like, you know, I always get so on oh my soapbox about um, Louis Latimer, you know, yeah, people yeah. always get and all this love. And I'm like, Louis Latimer literally invents the thing that makes the light bulb work. <laughs> He gets a little love for a black man 
we, we wouldn't have, have light bulbs, bulbs right? Correct. And so we, we are, are very mistrusting of that. that. And so, again, again rightly so. so. So my thing is, okay, we can continue to complain about it and we can have online conversations and, and get mad or riled up, or we can actually do something, do about, something it. about it. Yep. One hundred percent. Let's go and protect ourselves. And so, you know, I've noticed that since then, there have been other Black women who have created patents for their inventions, like the Omer Puff Cup and yeah. other places. And it's been so inspiring and exciting to see that I was able to help them realize that this is possible for you. I, I love it. I love it. And I'm so, and I'm sure now you look back, you're like, mom, and especially, the, you, you know, the person of your mom, you look back and you, you, you probably saying to yourself, I am happy that I, you know, took all the job and that mom gave me and I actually did something. So that's, yeah. that is, that is, that is a great legacy for the, for her honor. I'm sure for you. Absolutely. That is, that is great. Now, um, if we were to touch back about, um, the space that you are in that, you know, you, you, you started from there being with only having $32 and being in, in the space of the abusive relationship and then your baby. Um, it kind of yeah. like, you know, took me back to a space too in my life where I was in a, I was in a marriage and I divorced when my daughter was a three year old. So mm. that in itself is a journey you know, when you think about yourself and you think about the child and you think about your future, like there is no way you, you either had to go somewhere. So it's like, I'm in yeah. this space and what am I going to do? I have to just keep going. Give me, um, you don't have to go into a deep dive, but tell me some of what you did to help you throughout that process, that journey, that chapter of your life. Mm, I, think I think a lot of it um, is just knowing that I'm a big believer in God. So if he brought me to it, he was prepared to lead me through it. And so I knew that that was a temporary situation for my life. I always knew that natural issues would, you know, a lot of times people will ask other people like, well, did you ever expect for, you know, your, your you know, you yes, I did. Um, actually, I didn't know when. And that's the thing, like we have people in general, right? We, we tend, tend to have this need to know. Like, like we, we have, have to know that it's going to work out. We have and it's to okay have not to know. It's okay, okay not to know. know. Um, we have this desire to almost like control the way that things maneuver or to get to the outcome. And we all know that, you know, if you want to tell God a joke, tell him your plans, right? Because he's got other, other plans and a way for you to get there. So for me, I was less focused on how I was going to get there and just more focused on getting there. And I just allowed the cars to fall where they may. And of course, adjusting and pivot as needed along the way. But I think a, thing, a lot of what cycles a lot of us is the desire to control. What we don't always realize is that control is actually just, the need to control is really just uh, a, a form of insecurity. And I think that's important for us to hear and for us to know. And that's something that I had to learn also because I grew up in a home where like my mom was very, um, like, like she, she had, had to have, have like the control of everything. She had to know what was going on. So I learned to have control of things. But as I became an entrepreneur, I had to realize like, I got to relinquish that because it's not going to work. Um, but it's, it's truly a form of insecurity because if you are secure in what it is that you're doing and know that you're on the right path, then you don't need to know how you're going to get it. You just know that you are. And so um, for me, I think that was a lot of it. Just really that faith. And um, 
you know, but also faithful without works is dead. So you can't just sit around and pray. You gotta pray. We gotta we gotta make some moves. Yep. 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 That is that was the main thing for me. Awesome. Awesome. That is so good to know. Now your product, where can one find Neutralicious? I just love the way that song. I love how it just roll off Neutralicious. It is, it, it makes me want to just put it on my skill now. Where mm-hmm. can one find your, um, find your, your products? Yeah, yeah so you can find Neutralicious at um, Whole Foods. Okay. Um, we are also at Ulta. And we're also on Ulta Online, and we're also in Sally Beauty stores and sallybeauty.com. Um, and of course, you can find them on our website, which is naturallicious.net. Awesome. Good, good, good. So um, let me ask you, where would wh- this journey that you have been on, and mm-hmm. you have been through the highs and the lows, and you mm-hmm. have, you know, you, you spoke of, you know, start not with $32. And now you fast forward, it's been eight years. And Mm -hmm. to see you at this stage, to see you at this point, I'm sure now you can look back and you can think about all the heartaches and, you know, the, 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 the the trials and all those stuff that you had to overcome to be here. What would you say is the most rewarding part of this journey for you? Mm. That, there's, there's a few, I can't, I can't say the most important because there's a couple things that okay. kind of are all on the same kind of thing. Okay, that's fair. Um, one of them is my son. So okay. when I first got laid out of my job, my son was two, he is now 10. And I was extremely focused on ensuring that whatever story he was able to tell about this part of his life was going to be one that he would be proud of. And so... I was dead set. I was like, we're not moving back home with my parents. We're going to stay in the same house. I don't know how we're going to afford this mortgage. I don't know how I'm going to afford to continue singing the swimming lessons and the piano and all this other stuff that he's in. But I was like, we're not changing anything. The only thing that's going to be different is like if his dad was in the house. And so I wanted to, I grew up in a two-parent household and I know how important it is to have, you know, the relationship with both parents. And so you know, it was really important to me that despite the fact that his dad and I were divorced, that he still had a relationship with his dad, that was a good relationship, and the rest of his life remained the same. And um, again, I want to make sure that he was proud of me. And so I believe that I've accomplished that goal so far. Um, every Black History Month, he never wants to profile the, the people that a teacher assigns. He's like, can I do my mom? And so it's just, the, it's the cutest thing. And I always feel kind of like, oh my gosh, like, is this teacher going to think like I told him to say But Oh, that is lovely. I love it. It's the cutest thing. It's the cutest thing. Um, I recently wrote a book. It was just not released until January 18th. Um, it's called Everything You Know About Hair is Wrong. The No BS Guide to Having the Hair You Want. And the proof for the book actually arrived um, a couple of days ago. And it was sitting on the table. And he walked in, he's like, so excited, you know, oh and so God. I'm like, so yeah, I'm, I'm very proud that I've made him proud. I continue to make him proud. So that's, that's my first thing. thing. That is awesome. That is the sweetest. And the boys, they just know how to melt our heart, don't they? they, do. they oh do. my God. They I want to, you said that, and I want to share something with you. Last night, as I was yeah. getting ready to um, put all my notes and everything together for your podcast, this is what my son wrote to me. 
And he was like, and my son, he's elaborating. But if you notice what he said, he's like, he's speaking like he, I, he is me and he's like yeah. i am sham and he is and this this part is what really really he said i can i can do everything i have inspired tens of thousands of of, of women to reach their gold and their dreams and that was like and i'm it. like this boy he is just he, he I love oh, it. oh my god so yeah when oh, he He's 11. He's 11. Oh, I, I just love, love it. it. I just you love it. You have, have no idea, idea how, you know, a lot of times things like they're going to pay attention. attention. You know, you know like, like there's this one thing one year, not the other. You know, but they, they, they are. They hear everything. They see everything. Um, there was one time last year, my nephew, who is now 19, had come to live with me. He wanted a job. And so I gave him a job. And my son, I was like, well, you know, we're going to have to go through onboarding with you. And I was talking to my nephew. And so my son was like, oh, I'll do the onboarding. Now, mind you, he's never done onboarding before, right? So he says, I'll do the onboarding. So he goes into the office and he writes on the whiteboard and he writes money, like an acronym, right? M-O-N-E-Y. And he had a different line for each thing. He's like, M is for making money. O is for... Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 operations, right? Oh, oh operations. N was not being on the phone with your girlfriend during office hours. Or through the E and the Y. And so, you know, oh, oh he didn't put Y. Uh, I forgot what the E was, but um, oh, E was everyone wears multiple hats here. And then Y was you are the standard of beauty. Because that's what we teach our, teach our customers, that they are the standard of beauty. And I was like, wow, I've never had that conversation with him. I've never sat down and said, hey, you know, we teach our students, you know, we teach our clients that they're the standard of beauty. Like, he just hears, he absorbs, you know, you never know. So it was so important that our children our, our children that are biologically are also the children that see us around in the community in the states they see success that, that looks, looks like that. Yes. Because otherwise they don't know that's possible over there. Exactly. It is so important that whatever we do, whatever action we take, the words that's coming from our mouth, whatever it is that we set out there, that it is going in a path, a positive way, because they are watching. They are yes. watching. They Absolutely. are observing. They are... And like you said, your story alone is like, wow. And I mean, look what he wrote here. And I'm like, this is so, you're right. They, they are watching. It is, and it's up to us to make sure Absolutely. that we are doing the right thing for the next generation. Absolutely. Love it, love it, love it. So, um, Gwen, let's talk a, li a little about, you know, in the hair industry, we all know that it's biased. The cultural, you know, with the with the kinky and the afro, many times that people will look at our hair and they feel like, you know, it has to be straight. It has mm -hmm. to be, you know, that that straight look. Like, and 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 a lot of times, I feel like we are not talking to our little girls who are growing up that it is mm -hmm. okay to be you. It is okay to wear your culture. It is okay yeah. to have the kinky hair. You are just as beautiful with the braids as you are with the straight hair. You are beautiful with the kinky hair as you are yeah. with the straight hair. What message are you sending to the young girls, you know, who are today, who are watching? 
because of and the line yeah. that you are you are in right now, yeah. what message are you sharing with them? I'm, I'm so, so glad, glad that you asked this question. Because um, I think about a lot. Um, I, I think, think that we have been, at least, you know, my age group and maybe older and even a little bit younger, we've been sold this story that we have to work extremely hard in order to be worthy of whatever it is that we want. We need validation. We need validation. And what I've learned is that we, each and every one of us, is worthy simply because we were born. Like, we didn't have to do anything else. Like, you don't, you know, a lot of our, our worth is tied up in accolades. Like, oh, I'm the first person to graduate from college in my family, or I have a master's degree, or I went to HBCU, or I did this, whatever. And all those things are fantastic, but they are the cherries on top. Yes. Right? We are worthy of like soul-shaking love simply because we deserve it because we were born on this earth that wants to be abundant. We are worthy of wealth, not just financial stability, but financial thriving because we were born, right? Not because we went to college or because we got a job or because we did Generational wealth passed down. Yeah, yeah, we are worthy of all of that. And I think for the young girls who are coming up, um, seeing folks like yourself and me, you know, and, and other or women like us, it's like, hey, you can have, you literally can have it all, but you don't have to do it all. And being, you know, our lives can be easier, right, than they have been traditionally, right? Because our, our, our mothers and our grandmothers and our great-grandmothers, they paved the way so that, that we could have ease in our lives, right? That, that doesn't mean that you all work hard and you're lazy, but there's a disconnect between ease and laziness. And it's a mindset thing, right? Because we think that in order to be successful, you have to work hard, team no sleep. You got to be entertaining everybody on Instagram all the time. You know, you got to do all that kind of stuff. And I want the young girls, especially young black girls who are growing up, to know that it's okay for you to delegate some of that stuff to your husband or to your partner or to your girlfriend or whatever. A team. You know, it's, yes, yes you're, you're a team. team. It's okay for you to um, to hire other people to do the things that you don't want to do. It's okay for you to hire a chef because you don't want to cook. You know, I had this conversation with somebody and she was like, um, she was saying that she wanted to hire a chef, but she felt like she didn't really need one. And she also felt like she would be lazy if she had one. And I was like, in, in what universe are we, do we have to work our fingers to the bone and grind all the time? She's like, and this woman, she owns like a $25 million company. And I was like, girl, <laughs> I was like, are you really sitting here cooking your own meals all the time? And she was like, yeah, because I just thought I'd be lazy. I'm like, listen to me. How much do you pay, would you pay a chef? Like, like an actual chef, chef. Like, not like meal prep, whatever, like an actual chef. She's like, probably about, you know, two three $3,000 a month. Excluding my meals, meals. excluding yeah. the, 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 the ingredients, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like okay, two three thousand dollars a month. How much do you make for your company? Exactly. Anyone? And, and she, she was, was like, like, "Well, we, we make, make you know a couple million dollars yeah. a month." Yeah. And, I'm and I'm like, the just the, the math on that is not math for me, no. right? I'm like, I'm like, time that you're saying your time is more valuable. Doing, doing stuff for your company, company than it is cooking meals. Yeah. 
Girl, or even I'm... or even doing stuff for you, just taking that me time, you know. Yes. Because yeah, cooking is okay if it's a hobby or you know. Yeah, or say, exactly. Or say once a month I cook a meal for myself, but to your point, delegating that to someone else exactly. because exactly. time consuming and you can be spending that valuable time on you reading a book. You could be, you know, just mentally detoxing yourself from everything else. So yeah, exactly. it just doesn't make, doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't make, make sense. sense. And, and so, you know, know again, again, we've, we, we've had this conversation a lot with people about like, what do we need versus what do we want? It's okay that you know, you don't need to cook. You can cook, you can clean your own house. You can do all these things, but at what cost? Do you get to feel rested? Do you get to be, because here's the thing, we can't serve anybody at 100% if we're not at 100% for ourselves. Some, somewhere is being, somewhere is going to be shaved off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so if we, so my thing is like, we all have a cup. Right, we all have a proverbial cup, and, and the, the cup, cup runs over. over. Everybody, Everybody else gets the run over. But what's in your cup is for you. you. That, that is all yours, and the, the run over is for everybody else. You are so you're giving, giving away, away from an empty cup, and you are not doing anybody any favors. Your kids are suffering, your your spouse suffering, your business suffering, your church folks suffering, your friends suffering because you're not rested. And so, for the girls who are growing up, I want them to see. Um, black women who are in business, who are successful, who are successful, but are also happy, like truly happy, truly happy, living their truth. Yes, yes. not yes. working all, all the time, all times of night. Girl, I've been at ten thirty, and I'm sleeping. I'm not happy all night long working. You know, but that's not the story that we've been told. We've been told we gotta work because that's that's how. You know, you know, even, even in, in slavery, slavery time, we were just always working. We always had to be working. Had to be doing something. We always had to. We always feed somebody care, taking care of somebody's laundry, whatever. No, this is your birthright. Yes. So I want to see that. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I will piggyback on what you said about taking time for yourself and, you know, just enjoying life, like just enjoying yeah. it. You can work, you can have it all, you can, you know, achieve in this, but just taking time for yourself and enjoying life. It is so important. And that is something that I feel as though many of you know, the young, young women, young girls growing up, and even our parents, you know, to know that it is okay to step back and enjoy it because mm -hmm. so many of us are passing away, mm -hmm. working our fingers to the bones yeah. and we are not stopping to just enjoy life, enjoy the fruit of our labor. Yeah. And, and here's the thing, thing all, all that, that work, work it's not even appreciated by people, you know? <laughs> it's not even appreciated. So it's, it's like, for you. do it for you. If, if you, you want to cook every day, do it because you want to cook every day. If you want to clean your own house, do it because you want to clean your own house. Or you can, can give back to the community and hire another sister to clean your house. That's what I do. You know, if you really want to be someone else, if you really want to be a positive impact in the community, hire people who look like you to do the things that need to get done. You know what I mean? And now you spread the wealth yes. instead of just keeping it all to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to let you go, but I have one more question for you. What sure. advice will you leave for women? We talk, of, you know, you give to the kids, to yeah. the young, young generation growing up. So yeah. let's talk about women 
today, our age, your age group, my age group, where you're building this empire, mm -hmm. you are started it from the bottom, you work your way up, someone who are still struggling and can't figure out if I want to do this, if I should do this. Yeah. What <clears throat> advice will you give today? Let me tell, tell you something. something. Waiting, Waiting is not a wealth, wealth strategy. strategy. I, I want, want that to sink in, in and I, I want you to think about it and I want you to write it down and look at it. Like waiting, waiting is not a wealth strategy. In no world does waiting benefit you. If you have a dream and an aspiration, do it. There is no reward without risk. And I know that some people, and I, I for me, I'm a bit more risk tolerant. I'm a lot more risk tolerant than, than a lot of people. And I get that, right? So it's easier said than done. But for those folks who are very risk adverse, perhaps because they're just naturally like that, or perhaps because they've had experiences that have caused them to be really risk adverse, I want you to obviously take calculated risks. I don't want you to just go and, you know, Start, start something brand new, quit your job, and now your husband and your kids are like suffering, right? <laughs> I don't want you to do that. No, but I do want you to take calculated risks because there is no one who has ever been incredibly successful or even minorly successful without some kind of risk, right? So sometimes the risk is financial. Sometimes it's like, hey, I want to start a business and I obviously can't do this business and work my job. For some, some reason, my job won't allow me to, so I have to pick, pick, pick one. So that, that's, that's a financial risk, right? Because also um, just the risk of putting yourself out there, right? So let's say you are someone who is interested in, I don't know, starting a podcast, right? And you're so scared because you have to be on camera all the time. And what do you say? And what if you have to go live? And how do you answer all the questions that are coming in as you're talking? You know, but you have to decide, you know what? I don't, I don't know, know how I'm going to get there, there. but I'm going to do it. Am. Yeah. I don't know that I am. And, and so, so I'm going to do, do the first podcast, and that's all that I'm going to do, right? I'm going to focus on the first podcast, and I'm going to see how that goes. And then I'm going to do another podcast, and I'm going to do another one, and I'm going to do another one, until it's like second nature for me that I'm doing podcasts, and it's no big deal, and I'm inspiring women around the world, and my 11-year-old son is writing, writing like he's me, and he, I'm inspiring him, you know, all of that, you know what I mean? Because you took the first step. So... Again, Again waiting is not a wealth strategy. So whatever you, and, and when I say wealth, I don't just mean financial wealth. I mean, like all kinds of wealth. The joy, the fulfillment that you have, that's wealth also. Um, obviously the financial wealth that you can achieve with the things that you want to do. But we should all build businesses around the lives that we want, which is something that no one ever talks about. And that's something that I just, that was just told to me a couple of months ago. And that's one of the reasons why I actually pivoted my business quite a bit. Because it's like, what life do I want? Right? If here's the thing I want people to think about. If time, money, and energy were no object for you, what would you do? For me, that would be traveling all the time around the world. It would be um, spending time with my family and my friends and doing a lot of personal development. That's, That's what I would do my time if I didn't have to worry about time, money, or my energy, right? So, so how, how can I build a business around time, money, and, I mean, around, um, not time, money, and energy. How, how can I build a business around traveling all the time and doing personal development and spending time with my family and friends? Okay, I'll tell you how. So within the Natural Delicious uh, suite of services and, business and products, we have something called the inner circle. The inner circle is a um, paid monthly membership group 
for customers who decide they want to be a part of it. And when you become part of the membership, you get access to all sorts of things. We have a life coach that comes in and invites them month to talk to them. They have so there's the, the personal development, right? We have the um, we have weekly programming with different people who help them level up in different areas, such as mindset, money, body, and beauty, right? Um, all these have nothing to do with products, but they are a part of my business, which is natural issues. Um, we have, they get a quarterly box full of like really cool fun things that, that tap into those four pillars that we talked about. Um, they also get access, early access to deals like Black Friday and 12 Days of Christmas and any other sales that we run. Anytime we have a brand new product out, they get first access to it. So there's perks and benefits, and then there's also like programming that we do, right? And so as far as the traveling goes, um, this group of women, they become very, very close. They get real close online. But we just recently came back from Morocco um, a month ago. So we took them to Morocco and we had five days of lux living in Morocco with these ladies who got a chance to be a part of this simply because they were in the inner circle. So again, building a business around the life that I want, which is traveling all over the world. I got to take my 10 year old son with me. Um, also, um, you know, personal development, we have the light coach, we talk about mindset, body, beauty, and money in that group, right? So the personal development and spending time with my family and friends. I got to take my 10 year old son to Africa, right? In Morocco. I got to, um, become friends with this, this group of women who have cultivated this amazing sisterhood, you know? So again, how can you build in, it doesn't have to look like what it's always looked like. Right? When, when you, you own the business, you set the terms. Like, like you're, you're the boss, boss right? So, so what do you want it to look like? like? And, and if you don't, don't like what your business looks like, it is your job to turn that around to be something that is that, that you like. want. Yes. Yeah. Because the thing, the thing is, is, you're the, the boss, boss here, right? Yeah. So, so if you, you don't, don't like how it's going, if you do something about it, change it, right? You have the power. And so that is my advice to women. Two things. One, way to have a boss strategy. Get out there and get it done, sis. Just, just go, go right? right. Take one thing, pick the first step, and just take the first step, and then pick the second step and take that until until the second next to you. My second piece of advice is to build your business or your career if you're in corporate around the life that you want because you deserve happiness. You deserve to meet all of the tenets that you want for your life. And if the the, the, the beautiful thing is that we live in a day and age where we have that option, yeah, yeah. Because our parents, a lot of our parents couldn't, they didn't have it. But exactly. like you said, they paved the way for us. So now exactly. it's here. So it's up to us to live it. I love that. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Gwen, I am not going to take no more of your time. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on. Thank you for taking time away from your busy schedule to come on and drop those nuggets with us here at LWC. I appreciate you so much. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you so much, much for having me, Shem, and um, all my love to you and your family and all your listeners and best of luck with everything. Yes. Awesome. I'm finally opening up and sharing their chapter stories. If you have a story, we would love to hear from you. Email us today. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at lwchapters at yahoo.com or lwchapters Instagram and Facebook. Your story is yours. No one knows your story like you do.